0: Since we did a podcast, we've been in a, an interesting situation, yeah. so it's been a little bit difficult for us to get a podcast done, but we'll get to share a little bit of that as we, <laughs> as we go along. Um, so today we're going to read from Smith Wigglesworth, Power of Faith. Um, we're going to read uh, Be Wide Awake, which was really fitting. Uh, that we read through last week. And um, it really resonated with us. And we pray that it gives people hope and an understanding of faith. And here we go. Ready? Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm going to read from Matthew 11, 1 through 12 first. Now it came to pass when Jesus finished commanding his 12 disciples that he departed from there to teach and to preach in their cities. And when John had heard in prison about the works of Christ... He sent two of his disciples and said to him, Are you the coming one, or do we look for another? Jesus answered and said to them, Go and tell John the things which you hear and see, the blind see and the lame walk. The lepers are cleansed and the deaf hear. The dead are raised up, and the poor have the gospel preached to them. And blessed is he who is not offended because of me. As they departed, Jesus began to say to the multitudes concerning John, What did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken by the wind? But what did you go out to see? A man clothed in soft garments? Indeed, those who wear soft clothing are in kings' houses. But what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I say to you, and more than a prophet, for this is he of whom it is written. Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way before you. Assuredly, I say to you, among those born of women, there is not risen one greater than John the Baptist, but he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. So, as the sermon goes, it says, Faith brings into action a principle within our hearts so that Christ can dethrone every power of Satan. I guess that part jumped out at me the most. Because when you lack faith, it kind of gives Satan an open door to wreak havoc on your life. He puts a lot of doubt. He puts unbelief. He puts things in your life that shouldn't be there. And we all allow that not even realizing that faith in God is required of Christians. It, it is a must. It's not the, I have faith that God's going to do something, you know, this time around, but he might not do it next time around. Or and, and that's kind of the situation we're in right now, is really leaning on God and faith. And it is not, I repeat, it is not easy at all.
1: But of course, the Bible says that without faith it is impossible to please God. Right. So it's a sin.
0: If you live, if you call yourself a Christian, you live without faith, then you're sinning. Yeah, and it's displeasing to God. Yep. So you can't honor God. And we want to honor God
1: mm-hmm.
0: in the biggest ways that we know we possibly can. Mm-hmm. So it keeps going. God's accomplishment for us can be proved in our experience. We are not in a dormant position, but we have a power, a revelation, a life. Oh, the greatness of it. How great are the possibilities of man in the hand of God brought out in revelation and forth. Force. John the Baptist had a wonderful revelation, a mighty anointing. How the power of God rested upon him. All Israel was moved. Jesus said, There has not risen one greater than John the Baptist. But he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. In this passage, we see how satanic power can blind our minds unless we are filled or insulated by the power of God. Satan suggests to John, Don't you think you have made a mistake? Is Jesus really the Messiah? And we kind of see that now. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: People are constantly questioning. Mm -hmm. Constantly questioning. And it's kind of like, well, God... Gave us the Bible. Mm-hmm. He foretold and warned us and told us of everything that's happening right now. Yep. Um, so it says I find that men who might be used by God to subdue kingdoms are defeated by allowing the suggestions of Satan to dethrone their better knowledge of the power of God.
1: And that's the part that jumped out at me the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because even in the, the situation that we're in, we've had to deal a lot of, with doubt and um, unbelief and that those thoughts trying to come in and um, enter our hearts and stuff. And right. so that's been a really hard battle because other people, they don't quite get that and they doubt and they don't have faith and they try to push that on us. Right. Mm-hmm. And so not only are we battling that spiritual side, but we're also... Trying to kind of battle their the, thoughts—the
0: worldly th- side of things. Yeah. Um, so it's a it's a literally a double-edged sword on this part, mm-hmm. where we are all in the middle of a spiritual battle. We can mm-hmm. see it all around us, all over the news, everywhere. Mm-hmm. But also, we're dealing with the worldly battle as well, because those of us that do have faith in God, we know that people are flawed, and we're all kind of messed up in some way shape or form but some mm-hmm. of us are farther along in our our walk with god mm-hmm. and it's a struggle to try to explain that to people that aren't there or just don't get it yeah. um, and so you try to convince them, and we get that people want to help they're not really helping at all They're actually making things far worse.
1: (laughs) Sometimes what you need is encouragement, not other people's suggestions and stuff. Right.
0: And you need encouragement in God and his word. Not what the world thinks you should do. Yeah. And that alone is a battle. The world is telling you this, 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 settle, settle, settle. When God is like, I don't want you to settle. I have the best in mind for you if you just wait. Wait. Mm -hmm. Which is a sucky part.
1: Yeah, that's like the <laughs> hardest part is waiting and waiting and waiting. Because right. in the world we live in, everything is now, now, now. Right. Yeah. yeah that's kind of a... It almost Hard. seems <laughs> right. harder when there's nothing happening and you're just forced to wait because right. you want to do something right and you feel pressure to do something but you know that god
0: wants you to wait yeah mm-hmm. because of his plan and for his glory and as we have experienced firsthand when we don't wait and we buckle into the pressure the situation becomes more of a nightmare than a blessing yeah and it uh, it is not a good thing It is not a good thing at all.
1: We could write a book and that could be a whole chapter. The nightmare of not waiting.
0: (laughs) No doubt. And and we may have to do that. We may, may have to write a couple books, actually. So God sent two of his disciples to Jesus asking, Are you the coming one or do we look for another? Jesus said, Go and tell John the things which you hear and see. And when they saw the miracles and wonders, they were ready. Jesus asked the multitudes who were with him, What did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken by the wind? No. God wants men to be flames of fire. And that's said in Psalm 104.4. Just.
1: He makes the messengers winds. He ministers a... His ministers a flaming fire.
0: There you go. Strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Ephesians 6.10
2: Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might.
0: Let us live as those who have seen the king having a resurrection touch. We know we are sons of God as we believe his word and stand in the truth of it. So, based off of that... We go to John 1.12, Which
1: says But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. And also in Philippians two, fifteen through sixteen. Wait, that's still me. Oh <gasps> I'm losing all your bookmarks, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, the little tie things were not a good idea. Fine. No, it's my fault. <laughs> anyway, two fifteen through sixteen says that you may be blameless and innocent children of God without blemish in the midst of a crooked and twisted generation among whom you shine as lights in the world, holding fast to the word of life, so that in the day of Christ I may be proud that I did not run in vain or labor in vain.
0: Sorry, you were looking down. It was harder to hear you. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so one of the really cool interpretation that... Smith Wigglesworth got in the middle of this was the spirit of the Lord breathes upon the bones and upon the things that are not and changes them in a moment making the weak strong quickening what is dead into life which is awesome Mm -hmm. just going to say it is awesome so Smith Wigglesworth continues the kingdom of heaven is within within us it is the Christ the word of God The kingdom of heaven suffers violence. So how does a kingdom suffer violence? Whenever anyone is suffering, whenever someone has paralysis, if you feel distress in any way, it means that the kingdom is suffering violence at the hand of the adversary. Could the kingdom of heaven bring weakness, disease, tuberculosis, cancers, tumors? The kingdom of God is within you. It is the life of Jesus, the power of the highest. It is pure, holy. It has no disease or imperfection. But Satan comes to steal and to kill and destroy. John 10, 10. Which says, The thief comes only
1: to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly.
0: I know of a beautiful nine-year-old girl who was possessed by an evil spirit. She screamed and moaned for years. The neighbors complained, but the father said, These hands will work, but my child will never go to an asylum. One day I went to his home, and the Spirit of the Lord came upon me. I took hold of the child, looked right into her eyes, and said, You evil spirit, come out in the name of Jesus. She went to a couch and fell asleep. And from that day she was perfect. I know deliverance came, but I want you to see the wiles of Satan and the reality of dethroning evil powers in the name of Jesus, the almightiness of God against the might of Satan. Oh, do not be asleep concerning the deep things of God. Have a flaming indignation against the power of Satan. Lot had a righteous indignation, but too late. See Peter 2, uh, 2 Peter 2, 7-8. through 8.
2: And if he rescued righteous Lot, greatly distressed by the sensual conduct of the wicked, for as that righteous man lived among them day after day, he was tormenting his righteous soul over their lawless deeds that he saw
0: and heard. Which is a lot of what we see right now. This world is disgusting, and I sure don't like being in it. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing good about it right now. And and people definitely need more Jesus and more God and... The churches need to be stepping up and being bold in truth and faith instead of shutting their doors.
1: Yeah, putting God first. Yep.
0: So, he should have had it when he went into Sodom in in the first place, and they're talking about Lot. Um, He's saying Lot should have had the flaming indignation when he went into Sodom in the first place. Be thankful that you are alive to hear and that God can change situations. We all have a greater audacity of faith and a fact to reach. Fools, because of their iniquity, are afflicted. They draw near to death, and then they cry to, to the Lord in their trouble, and he heals them and delivers them out of their distresses. See, see Psalm 107, 17 through 20. Joss. This is, Some are
1: fools through their sinful ways, and because of their iniquities suffered affliction. They loathed any kind of food, and they drew near to the gates of death. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them from their distress. He sent out his word and healed them, and delivered them from their destruction.
0: Catch faith by the grace of God and be delivered. Anything that takes me from an attitude of worship, peace, and joy of consciousness of God's presence has a satanic source. That part jumped out at at me. Because in the middle of the chaos and um, the concern and the doubt and unbelief and in the circumstance that we're in right now, um, there are days where I don't always have peace and I definitely don't always have joy and I never really considered that there's a satanic source behind the removal of that. Or yeah. the hindrance of that, um, so that made me wake up a little bit, and made me a little bit more aware of how I'm behaving, how I'm reacting. I don't always get it right, right. but I sure try. And I realize, okay, something's something's up here. Where's my joy? Where's my peace? Where's my contentment? You know? Yeah. Um, and that that alone is is a work. Yeah, and that's it.
1: A- good reminder yeah because if something isn't right if you're not producing the fruits of the spirit or if the peace that Jesus gives isn't made manifest and there has to be something taking that and Satan is the only one who steals right so there that's
0: something that you have to fight against yeah and it is a daily battle mm-hmm. no joke and I think that's why in the Bible it says those who endure to the end it's not a one and done kind of deal. Yeah. Oh, you receive God and you're going to be happy all the time. You have to endure a lot of things. Yeah, it says take up your cross
1: daily. Yep. It's something you have to do every single day. Almost every minute of the day,
0: which is not always easy either. And putting
2: on the full armor of God as well.
0: Yep. That
2: helps. <laughs> yeah, no,
0: no doubt. So it says, he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. First John 4, 4.
2: Little children, you are from God and have overcome them. For he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world.
0: Amen. So, Smith Wigglesworth continues, Is there anyone here suffering? And a young man steps out into the aisle. Are you saved? I am. Do you believe that the kingdom of God is within you? I do. Now, young man, say in Jesus' name, come out of my leg, you evil power. Are you free? Yes. Oh, people, put the Bible into practice and claim your blood-bought rights. Every step of my way since I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, I have paid the price for others, letting God take me through so that I might show people how to become free. Some say I am seeking the baptism and I am having such a struggle. Is it not strange? No. God is preparing you to help somebody else. And we have experienced that a lot. Mm-hmm. Through the tests, trials, through so many different situations. And again, in this situation that we're in right now, there's going to be a coming there will come a time where we get to help somebody or more than just one person.
2: Yeah.
0: Because throughout however many years we've been dealing with a lot of different things we've come across people that have needed encouragement needed help needed something and we were fortunate enough to be able to help them with that yeah um and we know that was all god because there's just nothing no way to explain some of those situations
1: yeah it's all for god's glory and i'm thankful that It hasn't been just, like, one big thing. It's been a lot of little things that have allowed us to learn from them, and that way we can encourage so many different people. Right. It's not just, you know, with one area. Right. So, that's, in a way, a a huge blessing. Right. We don't always see it as a blessing right away. (laughs) No. But
0: then, when the time comes, we're like, oh,
1: okay that's why we went through that. Yeah, God brings us understanding.
0: Yeah, because we don't get it right away. And that gets frustrating. It's like, really, Lord? Are you kidding? Why are we going through this? And then it may not be right away. It may be years down the line, but it's strange how in that moment, the Lord's like, this is why you went through that. Now you can help this person. You're like, okay. It all clicks. Sorry, Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I didn't get it. (laughs) Yeah. Forgive me. (laughs) Yeah. The reason I am so rigid on the necessity of receiving the baptism of the Spirit is that I fought it out myself. I could have asked anybody, but God was preparing me to help others. The power of God fell on me. I could not satisfy or express the joy within as the Spirit spoke through me in tongues. I had had anointings before, but when the fullness came with a high tide, I knew it was the baptism, but God had to show it to me. There is a difference between having the gift of tongues, 1 Corinthians 12, 7-11, which says, To each is given
1: the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. For to one is given, through the Spirit, the utterance of wisdom, and to another, the utterance of knowledge according to the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by the one spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another the ability to distinguish between spirits, to another various kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. All these are empowered by one and the same spirit
0: who apportions to each one individually as he wills. And speaking as a spirit gives utterance... According to Acts 2:4, which says,
1: "And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues, as the Spirit give, as the
0: Spirit gave them utterance. The Holy Spirit uses the gift. If I can make every person who has a bad leg so annoyed with the devil that he would kick the other leg, we could accomplish something. When I say this, I am only exaggerating to wake you up. Many times I have been shut in with insane people praying for their deliverance. The demon power would come and bite, but I never gave in. It would dethrone a higher principle if I gave in. It is the inward presence of God that suffers violence at the hands of Satan, and the violent take it by force. By the grace of God, we are to understand that we are to keep authority over our bodies, making them subject to the higher power, to God's mighty provision for sinful humanity. And then he says, Smith Smith Wigglesworth says, Jesus paid it all, all to him I owe. Sin has left a crimson stain, he washed it white as snow. So, one of the things that jumped out um, when we were reading this, just to kind of share a little bit, and we're not going to go into a whole big deal about it, but, so, we had to leave our house um, because the landlord... Um, wanted to charge more for his home, Um, and that's fine, and that's his choice. Um, But the town that we live in doesn't have really anything available. There's four of us and a dog, and um, there's not a lot of options. So we've been living out of motels, and all of our stuff is in storage. And so we pray a lot, (laughs) and we read a lot of God's word to try to understand what it is we need to uh, learn from this because we know that the world has become chaotic and lawless and we know there's a purpose and a plan in all of this but on the other side as a mom um, you know I want to provide my kids with a home and some place for them to call home for really the first time in their lives and so we pray a lot about that but what what we've been learning is that we're trying to be content in the situation that we're in. And we have found a place that we all have come to an agreement on. um, But it is an impossible situation for us uh, in the worldly realm of things, but it is not impossible for God. So in the midst of us praying and believing and hoping for this one place Um, We have family and friends that are saying, well, here's a two-bedroom, one-bath, and it's in a crappy part, and it's not that great, um, but at least it's something. And we have settled before, Mm -hmm. and it has not ended well for us. It it was a a year of struggle and pain and misery, and it was because we knew that's where we weren't supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where we lived before we lived in Montana for a few years and, and it was awesome because God would tell me exactly where to get a job or tell me where we needed to live. And when we were obedient and did those things and we moved to where he wanted us to move or I took the job that he wanted me to have, we were really blessed. And there was a lot of joy, and there was a lot of fun, and, you know, a a lot of our good memories are from those times. Yeah. Um, So right now we're in this test and trial training phase, which is painful and sometimes miserable, and I don't hear a lot from God, which is a struggle for me. So I'm praying to hear from him, and when we all came in agreement to this one house... We've been standing on faith for that house. Um, we don't know how that's going to happen. We, yeah. we, The worldly side of things is that's impossible. It's never going to happen. Yeah. But God says, I can make the impossible possible.
1: Yeah.
0: And so the battle of the spiritual side of things is Satan's messing with us and trying to hinder... And question and put questions into our mind when we all came into agreement on this at different yes. times, mind you. But then we have family, um, you know, bless their hearts. Yep. Um, we understand that they, they want us safe and, and in something, yep. but it's that something that is, well, you know, you're a single mom and you should just take and accept whatever's given to you. Just settle. It's something. It's better than nothing. Well, that's not exactly true. It's not. Because
1: if we were to settle, one, we would have absolutely no idea what would have happened had we just waited a little bit longer. And the places that some people want us to settle for, they are not very nice places. No. Or safe. or (laughs) Or safe. And so part of it is, do we not deserve to have something of our own or to live in something decent and something safe and something that we can actually call home, Right? why do people want us to settle instead right. of saying, hey, just wait for God's best because he rewards those who trust in him. Right. He will not put to shame those who believe in him and have right. faith in him and yep. he, who put their trust completely in him. Right those are the people that we need yeah and our family you know bless their hearts (laughs) they don't always understand that which makes it even more of a struggle because that's our family right um and so it's it's definitely all about trusting god and knowing that it's for his glory right and he won't put us to shame for trusting in him absolutely not Mm -hmm.
0: But it also, and this is where I struggle, and I'll be the first to admit it, I am not a patient person. <laughs> I am not a patient person, especially as a, as a mom. I am like, okay, my kids need this. My kids need this. They need to have access to their instruments. They need to, you know, have access to their arts and crafts and then implement those gifts and talents that God gave them while Satan is hindering that. But... God says that what Satan meant for harm, he will turn around for our good in his glory. Mm-hmm. So again, it's a waiting game. And I have to remember that waiting isn't a bad thing. You know, we're sitting in a, in a situation where we're running out of money. And, you know, we're running out of this. We're running out of that. And we're like, <laughs> okay, God, you know the situation. Mm-hmm. So we literally are battling our family, which we love. We love. And, and friends that are like, well, here's this, here's that. And it's really hard to explain. But, however, what I'm most excited about is what God is going to do mm-hmm. and how it's all going to come into play, which we don't know. Yeah, I mean, God spit in people's faces to make them see. So, I mean,
1: <laughs>
0: his ways are far higher and far different than what we come up with. However... God is going to get the awesome glory in it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I believe that it's going to change people's lives. All those people that just wanted us to settle, I believe that God's going to do something mighty. And it's not just going to be a blessing to us, but it's going to be an eye-opener and a blessing to so many others. Yeah, what yeah. do you got?
1: I'm trying to uh, find it, so many keep talking. <laughs> well, I personally am excited to tell other people about it because where we live it's a very dry place regarding you know holy spirit yeah the spirit holy spirit filled people and so maybe this experience will help us to in a way bring it to life yeah in in a certain way
0: well and and we need to yeah because people are not going to survive what's coming if they don't have god they don't have faith Okay. If they don't have Jesus as their Savior, and if they don't have the wisdom and knowledge of the Holy Spirit, it's going to be a real big struggle for those that are more in the world and living in fear um, than having faith. And that's the other thing is, uh, and I'm going to throw this out there, all those people wearing masks, um, and some of them call themselves Christians, it's like, where's your faith in God that He will protect you? Yeah. Where Where's the faith that... America once had in God. Yes. And why are you allowing the government or you know, Nazi-type doctors to question, you know, where your where your faith lies? Why are you putting your faith and trust in in lies? And that yeah. that's where it's coming from. You you read the Bible. You listen to what God is telling you. There's no reason to be afraid. Yeah. I mean, what's coming? You can't stop it with a mask anyways. If, you're, if it's your time to die, you're going to die. So why be fearful? And why miss out on life when you could be living life to the fullest and having joy and enjoying your family? Because you're not guaranteed tomorrow. Yeah. So why live in fear about it? That's all Satan. Everything that's going on in this world right now is Satan. He is stealing. He is destroying. He is killing. He is putting fear in people. And fear is of, is of Satan and not of God. Yeah. There, so, that that's where we're at.
1: Yeah, so there is a chapter, well, of course, still looking, um, in Hebrews, and it's all about faith. It's chapter 11, and there's this one part that really jumped out at me, and it is... Uh, so, it's chapter or Hebrews 11, 11 verse... Thirteen, it says, these all died in faith. Now, having received the things promised, but ha- having seen them and greeting and greeted them from afar, and having acknowledged that they were strangers and exiles on the earth.
2: Yeah, yeah. Talking about like Abraham and Isaac, and so yeah, all
1: the people in the Old Testament that had faith and trusted in God, and yeah. they prevailed. Yeah, I mean, I think Abraham is one of the. Biggest examples of faith. I mean, no he doubt. Yeah. was going to sacrifice his son because God told him to. Yeah. And believing that God would give his son back to him, he was going to do it. Yeah. yeah. But God
0: told him to stop. Because he had faith that, and he was going to do it, he didn't question it. So, yeah. did you find it? I did. Right Apparently. on the, the page that you started at. So, that's fantastic. <laughs> For some reason, like, like I, looking I, through the whole Bible, and it was on the page she had marked right in front of her page, so I fantastic.
1: thought it said something else. But, anyways, it's Psalm chapter 40, verse 3. And later on in that verse, it says, Many will see what he has done and be amazed. They
0: will put their trust in the Lord. That was all. <laughs> <laughs> that that was long awaited, but worth the worth the wait. So, yeah. you know, in the midst of all this, we pray and hope that anybody listening puts their faith and trust in God. It isn't always easy because the world is trying to convince you that you need to have things right now, right now, right now. Um, everything is accessible right now, um, but so is death. So let's not go there. Let's trust god put our faith in him he gives us 120 years so let's utilize those 120 years let's defeat satan let's put our faith in god let's build our country back up let's build each other up if someone's standing on faith you're supposed to come alongside them and encourage them and pray with them and And love on them burdens with them absolutely so this is what our country needs more of this is what um, this is what Christians need to be doing. They can't be cowering. They can't be hiding. They can't be keeping their mouths shut because that is not doing any good. Mm-mm. And for those that are, you know, trying to help us find a place to live and stuff, we love you, but stand alongside of us. Encourage us. Tell us to wait. Pray for us without doubting because otherwise if you're doubting in your prayers, they are not going to be answered. Yeah, if You're basically canceling out anything. So just... You know, have faith that it's going to happen. It's probably,
2: like, the best thing they can do for us right now. Absolutely. Because we also don't
1: need to be fighting against other people's doubts as well as Our own
0: questions. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Ourselves and the enemy and everything. We don't need... People who are supposed to be helping us coming against us as well. Mm It's just
0: another thing. Right. It's not helpful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we we pray blessings over each person that listens to this, and, and we pray for our country... And, uh, God bless y'all and God bless America.